Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a Episode 519, maybe? You're asking? or yeah. I, Actually, I think it's 520. Yeah, sure, let's go with that. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know, Drew, I don't know. Anyway, we're in the thick of E3. I hate doing this show, and we almost didn't do this show, because by the time it goes live, there'll be a whole hell of a lot more news than we're going to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But I figured, you know, Shaq Fu came out this week. We, we have we have a review scale title dedicated to the original game. So I felt like we needed to talk about that game. Sure. But hopefully you guys will be listening to this while you're waiting on the Square or the Ubisoft or the Sony press conference on Monday. Um, but on the show this week we have Drew. Hello. We have Anthony. Hi. Hi. That's yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Let's let me shoutcast this. This, wanna, this you, mobile game. You want to shoutcast the mobile game? Yeah. No one cares. The audience is still tired. They don't care. They seem to be falling asleep. Oh, look at them! They're politely applauding. They're just prodding people in the audience. Can can you can you please clap? Can you? Yeah. Jeb Bush walks out on stage. Can you please clap, please? Please clap. Yeah, clap for that. Yeah, Yeah, please clap. Clap that we made Command & Conquer a mobile game, which is going to make us so uh... much money. So much money. Anyway. Yeah, we just, yeah let's start like we were supposed to. I'm sorry for breaking. Nah, fuck it. I, I'm, not even, I'm not even like in the mindset. Like I'm just sitting here like counting yeah, down the, the minutes. Yeah, there is no formula. Yeah. The, the minutes right. until the friggin'... Microsoft press conference starts because I, I want to see some more games because <coughs> it's been a hell of a good week so far. It's E3, baby. E3. Yeah. Let's talk about video games. Drew, I know you've been playing some video games. I have, actually. Uh, a couple games uh, for review. Um, I don't think I've talked about Moonlighter yet Moonlighter. on the show. Um, Moonlighter is great. It is. That is the rogue like that you put in like six characters, right, as a seed. Uh, no. no. Okay, then I have. Oh, Moonlighter's the the shop. Yes. Okay. Moonlighter that song is Songbringer the... that I'm thinking of. Yeah, I know. See, I my my my, my names weren't that. I, my confusion was justified to some extent. I tell myself and die a little inside. That, sound, that sounds like it could be like a fire a fire rhyme, like Moonlighter, Moonbringer. Songbringer. Song fucker. Fire starter. <laughs> Twisted. Fire, fire starter. 
Just just the sniffles. Just the sniffles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a there's a if there there is a video of that that's where it's what, just the sound effects. That's 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 your, yeah, that's what the we're sque- the to. shoes squeaking on the pavement. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Yeah. This is him sneezing. <laughs> I believe the uh, YouTube channel is uh, Mario Wienerother. Sure it is. Just I'm look just... up uh, uh, musicless music videos yes. yeah. with uh, with Firestarter, and I'm it's him obviously author. like headbanging, but it's him imposing that he's sneezing while headbanging. <laughs> and there's even one where he goes, eh, "Woo!" <laughs> <laughs> that dude was on something. I think. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I played Moonlighter, which is a, I it is a roguelike, but and not in the same sense as when you die, you lose everything. There, there's still ways where you can keep certain things, and I don't think it's as punishing as a game uh, in the same genre, where like. Do you keep anything in Binding of Isaac? Has play, it's been a long time uh, no. since I've so played that. So Binding of Isaac, the way the unlocks work is that you you go through so far and then you reset. But there are certain things, like you will unlock the ability to get newer items at the further you get. So like you'll do something in a run and then at the end of the run when you die, it might be like, and now you have unlocked this item. So this item will start appearing inside the randomized like the in the dice rolls basically mm-hmm. and then there are like characters that you can unlock by doing certain things and when you unlock those characters they automatically start off with certain uh, bonuses so like one of the characters has no actual health and like but that's how that works it, it, you unlock certain things but it's always you start off depending if you play as Isaac you start off i think with like three hearts and not items no. So you you always do restart, but there are certain things that unlock fully. But it's not. It's I think I'm assuming this is kind of more like um, like Torchlight or something, right? Yeah. Well, Torchlight. Torchlight's a action RPG like Diablo. But, but, yeah, but I mean, yeah, there's no. a you do enter that cave each time, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. what I'd assume this was like. Uh yeah, Moonlighter is the same way. You'll enter. They have five different themed dungeons. So there's like a forest dungeon. There's the the golem dungeon. There's the uh, you know it's it's different types of dungeons. Every time you enter the dungeon, it is different. So the layout's different. Um, there's always some constants. Like there's always a healing uh pool in one of them. Uh, where you and it usually leads to an exit. There's three levels to each dungeon. There's a boss at the end of the level. Uh, making it to the boss takes a lot of time, and even then, you may not be able to beat him. If you beat him, is he is he like done forever? Yes, you actually open up the new dungeon to go to. To the dungeon. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's all about this whole mechanic of you go into a dungeon, you kill things, they drop items. You then take it to your shop during the day, open up your shop, and then sell those stu- that stuff to make money. Uh, when you die in a dungeon, the only thing you really lose is everything in your backpack. So if you have a lot of good items in your backpack and you die, then you lose all that. But you can't keep them in your pockets. So uh, the top. Uh, so if you look at your inventory screen, the top of the of the inventory is your pockets. You don't lose stuff in your pockets. You only lose stuff in your backpack. Uh, there's, uh, 
strategy involved when it comes to placing things in your backpack, certain things like uh, you'll pick up an item that's cursed and it can only be placed at the top or the bottom of the backpack or this item will destroy the item next to it in the backpack. So you have to strategize where you want to put stuff in your backpack. Um, uh, but the combat's really pretty good. Uh, it feels like Legend of Zelda Link to the Past kind of thing. Uh, um, it's just really actiony, um, really simple. So I never ran into like, uh, I mean, you can, you can get ranged weapons. Uh, so you start off with a sword and shield. Uh, there's a, a, a larger sword, like a, like a two handed sword that you can get. There's spears. There's different types of weapons that play a little bit differently. Uh, but for the most part, everything feels kind of the same. Uh, but the, the most intriguing aspect of this entire thing is the shopkeeping where you can basically price gouge people. You get a rare item and you can jack up the price. If you jack it up too much, they won't buy. If you jack it up just a little bit, it'll make the uh, demand of it go down. So you try and find that sweet spot where people are like, okay, I'll pay this for that. And you just keep doing it that way. I like uh, that uh, it gives a history of the items. Yes. Tells you what, like, because they'll have like a facial expression when they buy it or don't buy it. And it'll actually keep a, a history of that for like the range that you try to sell it for. So let's say you try to sell this, you know, item for forty, and they don't buy it. Then you sell it for thirty, and they're like, eh. Then you sell it for twenty, and they're super happy. It keeps track of all that, which I think is really cool. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, it's a really well done game. Uh, it looks great. The music is fantastic. Um, there was a lot of work done on that game, and it shows. Yeah, it's a cool game. I highly suggest that to anybody. Not, you know, especially if you like like Legend of Zelda kind of stuff, like uh, Link to the Past combat. Yeah, you'll really like that. <laughs> it's like Zelda with like a, with like a fucking economy. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. It's, it's crazy. It's awesome. So, like the first few hours of that game, I was just running a simple shop. You know, two tables, let people come in, buy stuff. I finally upgraded my uh, shop. To have more tables. Now I have to deal with people who come in and shoplift. So not only are they like stealing stuff, you have to stop them from doing that, but you also get uh, people who get impatient while they're waiting in line to buy stuff. So it's like this huge balance of things. Oh, there they are. I'll be back in a minute. All right. Continue. Well, the epic quest for pizza. The epic pizza. Starring Drew Leachman. The pizza quest. So yeah, no. Did we, you know that getting pizza from the door is like a roguelike? No, you can't. You can't lose anything. It, I got Domino's. I got pizza Incorrect. insurance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I goes to the top. It goes into your pocket, and that's what you can take. Out. Hell yeah! No, I bought <laughs> Moonlighter based on Drew's recommendation. That game is that game is rad. I, I so I it sounds great, but the there is a game in the Zelda series that has an economy. And it's one of the hardest games I've ever played, and that's the Tingle's Rosy Ruby Land, because his, everything is based around his his ruby count. Nah, fuck and Tingle. oh god, fuck Tingle. Hey, Tingle's great. Fuck Tingle. Tingle's great because as long as he's comedic and not whatever he is in most of Zelda, like he is the butt end of every joke in his own games. Like one of, the, I think it's the balloon fight game covers how he was this epic hero. But when he's going through it, telling that story, 
it's actually pictures of Link, and then they've he's had to circle his little shadow and the balloon in the background. Like, oh, here's here I am helping stop the bad guy, and it's like Link in a battle, and you can just make out a silhouette of Tingle in the background. They've circled it. He's, I mean, spoiler for a game that never came to America, I guess. But the whole thing is like the first Rosie Rupee Land, the one that circles around the economy. Um, the whole thing is that he's caught himself into a pyramid scheme, but doesn't realize it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And the <laughs> the whole idea is that he has to reach enlightenment by getting enough rupees, but really all the guy's doing is just taking rupees from him. Son of a bitch. Uh it's great. Uh, but yeah, I I, I I am interested in this game, so it's something I'll I'll maybe uh keep my eye on. It's just um Yeah, I I I highly recommend. Like, I play a lot of indie games every week now that I get all these freaking codes, and this has been by far the best one that I've played. It's it's really good. I mean, outside of a couple that I played this week as well, which, you know. Okay. We we finished up Moonlighter. Did you play anything else? Yeah, a couple other things. Um, uh, The first one being... uh, can I talk about the tennis game? God, is that thing out? I, I thought it came out the tenth. I have today. no freaking idea if that game is out. Uh, give me a minute, I'll check. What else do you got? Um, the other game for review, Shaq Fu. Oh yeah, let's talk about Shaq Fu. Okay. Um, I it centers around a Chinese basketball player named Shaq. Yeah, Shaquille. Um, it's okay. I like that game a lot. <laughs> I I I think it's actually okay. Uh, it, like, it's not going to blow anybody's socks off. No, 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 no. I don't want you to think that I'm like, oh no, game of the year right here, Shaq Fu. No, uh, if anything, I think they're overcharging. Yeah, you know, I was out yesterday, uh, and there's physical versions of this game. Really? Is there really? For, for the Switch, it is forty dollars. No, yeah, absolutely not. Fifty dollars in Canada. Fifty dollars. Take that. So for Xbox One and PS4, it is thirty dollars physical, and for digital, it's twenty dollars. Twenty dollars is a stretch. I'm kind of okay with twenty dollars. I'm. I think it's probably. I'm on the last it's level. A co-op. No. Um, um, I'm on the last level, and it's probably taken me about I don't know, three to four hours. Really, that much? Because I I'm close to the end myself, and I think I've uh, put maybe two hours in that game. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm like three to four hours into it. I'm on. I literally just saw the cutscene for the final level. Okay. So yeah, Shaq Fu. Uh, for those of you who don't know. Uh, <laughs> In 1993, on the Super NES and on the Genesis, I believe, uh, they released a game called Shaq Fu, starring Shaquille O'Neal. And it was a fighting game that was notoriously horrible. It's pretty bad. It it controlled like crap. It was absolutely horrible. Um, And it became the joke of many people. Somebody bought the rights to Shaq Fu. Someone had far too much money to uh, spend. And, uh, as a joke, created Shaq Fu 2. There was actually, what, an uh, Indiegogo or something like that? Yeah. This was years ago, too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And then at that time, I don't even know if they... I think they just were like, we're making a sequel to Shaq-Fu. And I don't even know if they kind of explained what it was going to be. Also, just because I was curious, I looked it up, and uh, there was a Game Gear, a Game Boy, and an Amiga version of it, too. So you can only imagine it gets worse. Shaq-Fu on the Game Boy. Yeah. So Shaq-Fu... Uh, it's not called Shaq Fu Two. It's Shaq Fu uh, Legend Reborn. Legend Reborn. Yeah, um, it's not a fighting game. It is a side-scrolling beat 'em up, in the same vein as like maybe Turtles in Time, or in fact, it's got a lot of influences of Turtles in Time in it, uh, because you can totally like knock a guy into the screen. Nice. Um, you can totally turn into a goddamn cactus. Yeah. What? Yeah, there's a cactus oh. version of Shaq. There is a robotic diesel is version it of Shaq. It is Shaqtus. It is called oh. Shaqtus. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a, the diesel version is called Shaq Diesel. Shaq Diesel, baby. That was the name of one of his albums. Yep. Oh, no. uh, there's multiple references to his movie career. Yep. He, uh, he, when he does his special moves, he sometimes yells Kazam. Yep. Yep. He also uh, he also references steel. He references steel. Uh, the item that heals him is icy hot. I now that I do. I'm a. How did they get the rights to icy hot? I'm assuming mm-hmm. icy hot put money into this. They oh, did. You, you, know you know what's even better is the the scene where your master is is he's like gold bond, gold bond, gold bond. Why are you keep yeah. saying that? Because I get paid every time I say it. Gold bond, gold bond, gold. <laughs> Yeah, so Shaquille O'Neal has obviously done advertisements for Ice Hot <laughs> and Gold Bond in his day. Wow. So they have incorporated that into this game. When his master is dying, which I don't want to know if this is a spoiler or not, it's the first level. His master is laying there dying in his arms, and he keeps talking about Gold Bond. He's like, why do you keep saying Gold Bond? And he's like, Gold Bond, Gold Bond, Gold Bond, Gold Bond. Gold Bond. And he dies. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me of uh, Kung Pao. Kung Pao is yeah. what I was thinking too. Yeah. Okay. And I'm probably I'm in. That's product <laughs> placement. Taco Bell. Yeah, it's it's Kung Pao, but with Shaquille O'Neal and references to real world parody people. I was going to say we haven't even got to the plot, which is that he has to kill celebrities that are possessed by demons. Demons. I just and, and, I just killed yeah, Mel Gibson. Right the oh show. my god! Yeah, there's there's <laughs> Justin Bieber, there's Paris uh, Mel, yeah, and he recorded he recorded dialogue. Oh, but he also yes, this is all voiced too, by right? him. There's yeah. a lot of dialogue from him. There's even new rap songs. From That's him. what I yeah. thought. I'm that might be just worth it alone because he's not terrible. It's like cheesy, but I like it. It's this, is, this and also I was thinking this was going to be like a kid friendly game. Oh no, God. No, no, there no, are no. tons of cussing, and I think Justin Bieber's over there smoking a joint. Yep. Well, I mean, Barack Obama's also, in it too, right? Uh, from what I understand, yes. Yeah. Fights Kanye West in his own campaign. Yep. Yeah. Which again, he's he's Barry, but uh, <laughs> I call him Barry. You know when we hang out. <sighs> But um, yeah, Shaq Fu. Um, <laughs> it, 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 the thing is, it doesn't play bad. No, the only thing it's, the only thing that I do not like about the game is I don't feel like the connection of the hits feels good. It doesn't. Yeah, like it feels real like loose or something. I can't explain. That's a it. lot of. That's a lot of uh, beat 'em ups, though. I find like, yeah. very few get it 
perfect. His uh, his special ability, like uh, you, you do like a combo, and then you can finish off like a finisher, and it's always a giant foot <laughs> that comes down or kicks them. It's a size twenty twos, baby. Yeah, size twenty twos or size twenty three, something like that, and uh, he hits them with that. Uh, there's a ton of like uh, slow motion action shots that are actually kind of cool looking. <laughs> like he'll kick a guy and send him flying. And it's all in slow mo. Yeah, it's pretty rad. It's not a bad game. Like, legit. There are some things in there that are kind of... Like the... um, Some of the dialogue's a little rough. I mean, yeah. It's like jokes that would have played out in, like, 1992. Yeah. That are a little less okay now. Um, And there's, like, an enemy that's like... God. He's like dressed in a KKK outfit and he throws fireballs. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weird stuff in this game. Yeah, like you can tell. He's who... also playing a. He also thinks he's Chinese, doesn't he? Yeah, he's that not a plot point that he's yeah. raised by a Chinese family. Yeah, because even in the um uh, ads or whatever you want to call it, the trailers for it. I'm a young Chinese boy. <laughs> yeah, like, what? He, the, the, even some of the enemies refer to him as as being a Chinese guy. Yeah, so I think I think the 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 absurdity of it all kind of it does. If it was South Park characters, you'd be like, ah, this is right. Yeah, so. it's... this is the, you know that's a perfect example. This game seems like uh, a milder version of a South Park parody. Yep. That's exactly what it is. It's a mild version of South Park. Whoever built this game, and I think they're a, a new, what's it called, D's something or nothing? Yeah. Like, whoever built it knew what they were doing, and they had fun with it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not a bad game. I think I still think it's overpriced. I, I mean, I can see that. I Like, if yeah. I had paid 20 bucks for it, I wouldn't have been mad because I've enjoyed the entire, you know, four hours I played it. And that's more than I can say for a lot of twenty dollars games. <laughs> it's true, and I and this game legit made me laugh. Yeah, like like I I was laughing at the gold bond joke. Yeah. I was laughing when he first picked up icy hot. Every time he picks up icy hot, it's like they took a clip from like his commercials. <laughs> it's like icy hot. You know, it's the, like uh, cool to the touch or something. The, like, you know, it's, it's stupid. The only thing that I hope is in there that I haven't seen is I hope there's a scene of him shaking his shoulders like the cat. Yeah. <laughs> Like if that's in there, then, then, then you know that's just. It's I didn't just, even think about that. The, like that's, that's just great. perfect. Like just do that. I'm okay. It's just not bad. I like that it's game. Like, yeah. It shouldn't. It shouldn't have. It shouldn't have warranted a conversation in any other world, right? Nope. And somehow they pulled no. it off. So that's what's. You got to give them credit. I know a lot of people online are kind of giving them shit right now. It's not great. Like okay, calm yourself. Like. It's Shaq it's food, a, it's, God's sake. Like, what First the, of all, yeah. What the what fuck you, were you what, going... What'd you ex- yeah, yeah what, what'd you expect? What were, what were you expecting going into a game called Shaq Foo? Foo. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not very good. Alright. I Nothing makes you happy. Like, Just go be miserable in the corner and leave me to fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> also, the, the, yeah, the company is Big D's. Yeah, Big D's. I knew it was something like that. Like, what the <laughs> fuck even, man? I don't know, but yeah, it's it's okay. I like that game. I like it a lot more than I care to admit. Mm-hmm. 
So when are we getting the second uh, Chaos in the Windy City starring Michael Jordan? I'd play that. <laughs> yeah. Are we supposed to be getting a full um, There's a Charles, new... oh, the... Charles Barkley shut up and jam Gaiden? They made that. It's on PC, I thought. Yeah. Is Did, did the sequel come out? I thought so. I don't, know, I don't know if the sequel's out. Wasn't it like Dikembe Mutombo or something like that? That that big dude that used to play basketball? And now it's, it's not out yet. Oh. What's the title? Um, yeah, it's just Barkley to like from the sound of it, it's just shut up and get jam Gaiden two. Okay. Barkley I mean, two is what it's called. An RPG sequel to Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden. I mean I So it's Barkley that. Two and it's not out yet. And there's an article from PC Gamer from the nineteenth this year, January nineteenth this year. Uh, after five years the sequel to Call Indie RPG Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden is still slowly grinding forward, so it's yeah. uh that's a that's a that's a game that again another game that you go all right the sense of humor here is dumb but good so I'm hoping that that comes to fruition but yeah <laughs> no. I don't know if uh, I want anything with Jordan in it. Uh, Drew, the tennis game is out on Tuesday. So. Okay, so I can't talk about it. Or I can. No, I don't think you can. I've seen Open Critic has reviews for it. Do they? Yeah. Let me check again, because it said the 12th in the email I saw, but let me double check it. Most people's breaking embargo like crazy. Uh, says, just says the release date. Included is your key. It doesn't say anything about an embargo. This is July or June 12th. Okay. Uh, huh. There's literally zero embargo information in this email. I haven't pulled up the document. It just says it releases on June 12th. That's all it says. I'm okay. assuming it's... Uh, are you talking AO Tennis? No. No, no this is Tennis easy. World Tour. Tennis. I mean, it normally... Nah, I mean, it's got scores... Drew's not lying. There's scores in... It's open not code. even on my list of releases this week. I'm looking at the list of releases. It's not even on my... <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's talk about it, shall we? Yeah, I have a feeling. I have a feeling, Drew. Um, looking at these other reviews, that I'm about to we just buckle up here. I, you know, it's weird because tennis, to me, while an interesting sport, when you play it and it's not full of like Mario tennis craziness, kind of boring. Yeah, absolutely. Unless it's and super tennis. It's yeah. fun to play in person, but it's not a fun game to play as a sport. Um, the uh, It's okay. Um, I haven't looked at any of the reviews. I saw that there was reviews on there, and I know that it's not getting good reviews. Yeah, no. Um, but I don't know. Like I, You make your own character. There is a career mode. Um, as far as I can tell, there, the online multiplayer is not on yet. I don't know if it is going to be on. <laughs> it's just never going to turn it on. Uh, yeah, it still it still says coming out. soon. So I'm like, the game's not released yet. So I'm waiting until released to actually check it out. But um, it's okay. Uh, there there is some issues with like uh, what feels like I, I I guess it would be considered contact sensitive stuff where. Like, uh, so, you know, you get into a rally and you hit the ball and 
you know, your opponent hits it on the opposite side of the, the court. And sometimes it feels like I'm hitting the ball and I'm not even close to it. And then there's times where I'm standing right next to it and my guy doesn't feel like hitting the ball. Uh, I just feel like there's you don't have that much control over certain things. There's been plenty of times I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, the ball's right there at me. And he just doesn't swing. And I'm like, what the crap? I'm hitting the button. There's there's four freaking buttons there that I could hit to hit a ball back, and I'm hitting one, and it's not working. So I'm like, am I too close to the ball? Or there's times where I'm like, well, I there's no way I can return that, and I return it, and I'm like, what? It's weird that they would bother releasing this the same month that Mario Tennis Aces comes out. Who is this? Who is what? Who is making this game? Who is publishing this game? Uh, I know I, I know I see it every time I boot it up, but maximum, I just don't pay attention. Maximum Games is publishing it. Who is that? They do a lot of budget stuff. stuff. Aren't they the ones? I'm pretty sure they're the ones that reissued. Oh, here, oh God. Do you want to know what they do? Sure. All right. Let's show you what they've published in the last little while. Agony. Tennis know- World Tour, Conan Exos, <laughs> Extinction, uh, Surviving Mars, Farming Simulator. Oh, there's some real stinkers in here, though. Um, Beast Quest. Oh, they did Vampire, so, okay, they got one. Well, ba- that Vampire, Alliance. They didn't do Vampire. Uh, Focus Home Interactive published Vampire. Well, they have Vampire on their web. Maximum Games has v- Vampire on their website. That's weird. I I wonder if that's in Europe, because in America, it's it's published by Focus Home Interactive. They did uh, Outcast Second Contact. Um, I have not heard a good game in here other than Vampire so far. uh, Farming The Surge. Surge is a good game. You've got to be looking at Europe, because The Surge is also published by Focus Home Interactive in America. I'm telling you right now, this is Sticks, Shards of Darkness, Aragami, (laughs) Troll and I. Well, then Focus Home Entertainment takes all the good ones, and they're forced to keep their... If they want this in America, (laughs) they're forced to keep their name on it. Road Rage is Maximum Games. Oh, God, that game was terrible. So let's just... Hold on. So which which one did you say was definitely... uh, um, Vampire, Vampire is focused for sure. Okay, and the Surge. Yeah, so is the Surge. For sure. I'm just going to pull up to see if... Because sometimes the Canadian one also has a different publisher. So let me just quickly see. I doubt it, though. Yeah, you're right, Focus. Um, Surge. So yeah, Focus Home Entertainment's like, we'll publish this worldwide. Are they a subsidiary of them or something? Um, I'm going to take a look. But I knew the Maximum Games had done a bunch of like I knew that they did the out like Outcast. Yeah, I heard that game was not very good. It's a remake. It's 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 a remake, and the the problem is it still plays like the old game underneath a new coat of paint. So if you like the old game, which I kind of do, it's all right. It's it's not great though. So I'm looking at Focus Home Interactive, and they have a. They de- they do farming simulator as well. Um, so let me just I'm trying to figure out what. Hmm. They're a private company. Um, let me see. Maybe maximum games. I think we've spent way too much time trying to figure this out. You just want to keep talking hey, about the game. Hey, sure. To be fair, this is probably more interesting than the game. 
No, no. the game. The game is. Nah. It's bad. Yeah. It's it's okay. It's okay. I guess. I I you know. I it's tennis, and tennis isn't the the most. Uh, it's not the best sport to play unless you got crazy power ups. I was gonna like say that. unless you got a chain chomp with a tennis racket in his mouth. I don't. I'm not in your game. I mean, like, and that's the thing is, like, I I can't. I don't know tennis players, so I don't know if they've got licensed tennis players in this. I saw the cover of it, and the cover looks like like real tennis players. <laughs> you look like a real tennis guy. Yeah, it looks like a guy who probably plays tennis. Is Serena? Um, is the Williams sisters in it? Because that's the only I, I know. I haven't seen them. Um, but yeah, the career mode's uh, weird. You start off at rank 100, and you work your way up to number one. Uh, you take on tournaments. There's, there's uh, options to like rest for like a week to get prepared. There's training exercises you can do. If I, if I can, I make a character like John McEnroe and just yell at the uh, whatever the referee or the whatever they're actually called that sits up there. So here's the customization options. Customization I want to be able to hit the. I want to bad. I want to be able to walk over and hit the cups of water off with my racket like John McEnroe. Nah. So the the customization options are kind of limited. Uh, you can't like you know mold your face or anything like that. You just choose from a preset. Uh, one of the good things is is that they have like six or seven different types of grunts. <laughs> just listen. Just listening to those is hilarious. I was, I, then, yeah, I was in a pizza place yesterday getting a getting a pizza, and they had um, they had the French Open on the TV, and like I wasn't watching it, but just every now and then I just hear this French guy go, and I was like, the fuck is happening in this pizza place? <laughs> you know, have you really hit the ball if you don't grunt? Well, no. here's here's the great thing. Is that not only can you choose what grunt you want, you can choose the frequency of the oh, grunts. Oh no! And I and I chose it to do every time I hit the ball. <laughs> so maybe this shouldn't be a tennis simulator. Maybe it should be a grunt simulator. There you go. Ten out of ten, Drew Leachman. But yeah, nah, it's I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I, like I don't, I don't even know. know how to. I don't even know how to grade this. It it, it controls fell off. It it like it, the I don't know. Give it seven tennis balls out of a racket. Yeah. I'm going to do like a clueless gamer thing. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. That's about it, yeah. Okay. Now, oh, I played some Detroit. You like that game? I like that game. That game's I good, right? Play, I need to play more of it, yeah. Yeah, that's a good game. So they make you make some really tough decisions. And they, make, they make you make some of them kind of fast, and it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I don't know. So, I do have a question. Okay. And this may be spoilery. I'll let you know if it is. Okay. I have had multiple times where I'm supposed to break protocol, right? Where I, I we're all playing androids, and it's telling you not to do something. And you have to forcefully do it to basically break free of your control or whatever. Can you not do that? Yeah, you have the choice of just not selecting anything. Well, there was one character I was playing as that was saying, you know, it was basically a situation where it says, defend yourself. Ah, yes, you're referring to the Carl situation. Uh, I guess. The old man in the wheelchair. Yes, yeah. and it's saying, you know, 
it says do not defend it says defend yourself and I let it sit there forever and nothing ever happened. Oh yeah, there's a there's a two branch there uh that'll happen that you will one of the two people in the room will demise. Gotcha. So and it just depends on whether you choose that or that because it it branches two different stories. And and the cool thing about that game is is like when somebody dies, it changes the story. Because a lot of them will come back later in the story. Right. So, it's cool. It's a cool game. Like, props on them. They did a good job on that game. Yeah. And that's that's it, though. Okay. Anthony? All right. Well, seeing as we just talked about Detroit, I'll talk about the whole three minutes I spent with it. I turned that game on, and uh, I found myself very uncomfortable. Like, instantly. And it's the first time I think I've really felt uncomfortable um, due to the Uncanny Valley nature of it. And I had to ask you what it looked like in 4K, because I'm only playing on a 1080p. And the menu robot, I suppose, that she is, the android that's on the menu screen. She's the best thing about that game. I... So I only just started it, and I was like, this is... I'm uncomfortable. Have you got the survey yet? Uh, the I only did the intro survey. She gives you a ten question survey at one point. Uh, nope, no. I I'm telling you, Ken. I'm not kidding. I literally got into the part where I played as the uh, start. You start to play as the um the first android, and I was like, you know what? I'm just too uncomfortable after that. <laughs> that, that that actually turned me off of the games. How how lifelike that face was. It's the first time where uh, it's. I think part of it's partially because um, so when we refer to Uncanny Valley a lot, which in case someone out there doesn't know, is the more human-looking something gets, there's a large dip before it becomes um, because there's a large dip towards the end of it. So basically, your the chart goes uh, it's more and more human-like. And then it drops significantly because there's something about what you are looking at that tells you it's off. And you can see a lot of it with the robots that we have now that have more humanoid faces. Um, There's some that are pretty close, but there's always something that looks off about it. And I found that the... um, the androids, the digital android, of course, because it's not actually a real thing that's in front of me, um, in in the menu scene of this, was on the rise back up towards way too human-like for me to be comfortable with, because I still knew it wasn't, like, it wasn't just a video of a person, but I was like, that's uncomfortable the way she talks to me, the way she, like, the way she looks, I was like, nah, you know what, like, maybe some other time, but I was not ready for something, because um, the, uh, oh god, it's not an interrogator. What, um, what's his role again? Uh, the, anyways, the first android doesn't look like that. The first android is very much, um, uh, looks like a person, but, like, looks like somebody that's been scanned in to the, like, to be digitized. Not so much, like, super realistic he looks fantastic don't get me wrong but like so does nathan drake and i tell nathan drake is still a video game character i could tell that he was a video game character too that it wasn't watching a movie um but she was 
so uncomfortable. I was just like, yeah, there's no, I'm a, not. I wasn't ready for this. And I, you were telling me that it gets even more uncomfortable, basically. It, and I'm just like, I don't know if I'm ready. It gets more uncomfortable, and then when you finish the game, she's going to ask you a question that fucking sucks. And you have to answer it. Oh, no! Like, I sat there for ten minutes. I sat there for ten minutes like, God damn, what do I do? But she, 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 I, again, this is a, if this was a horror game, (laughs) that would have been something, like, maybe take a look at, because, like, um, I didn't play a lot of Resident Evil, but the people were, were in that dip. And, like, I didn't find them very realistic looking. Um, they were good. They were great-looking models, but they were very much like, yeah, maybe just take a look at what they did with Detroit and whatever the fuck they did with that goddamn... Like, I'm bothered by that still. Just the thought, like, it, the fact that she was, like, conversing with me to some extent. Did she look at your room like, yet? What? See, if you let, like, you should visit that menu often. Drew YouTube well, when you're playing that game. What makes me uncomfortable is I actually have a camera attached because I have VR. Yeah, you should you should let her sit there for a minute because she'll look at your room <sighs> and, and comment on your your interior decorating and all. It's uh, oh, she God. is the best thing about that game, and I was just like, <laughs> this is so freaking cool. This is so. Do you cool. have Do you have a camera connected to it, Ken? I do not. Huh. I wonder if they actually used a camera. Uh, that's what worries me, because I could see them doing something like that. I just got breaking news. You want one? You want one? Uh, me? Anybody? No. I, mean, I thought you weren't going to read news. But, I have to oh, watch I... the Twitter for our fucking tweets. I can't help it. It's not. It's something that was rumored. It's just true. Okay, well, I fine, whatever. Go ahead. Nears coming to Xbox One on June 26th. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not a shock, right? Hey, hey anybody coming, that was so. questioning that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Anybody that hasn't played that game, what's play that you, game. What's really fucking rad about that? That's two weeks. Hey, play that game in two weeks. Take the time, book it off, play that game in two weeks. It should probably take you a week at the most to get every, like basically everything done. I'll play that game again. Fuck it. If it's going to have X enhancements, will, I'll buy that I'll, on X. I'll just buy that game to support that game again, because it's one of my favorite games ever. So... Um, All right, go on, go on ahead. Let's. I, um, I'm so excited so next, to get the Xbox. Woo! Um, I uh, played Omen Sight, a game that, whose name I can never remember. That um, game is that game stories. Is so <laughs> stories was one of my favorite games of 2015, and um, or 2016, 2016. Um, and I don't know. I like this game a lot. I think the the story is better in this than it was in stories. Um, I can understand... I, I don't mind the fact that the main character doesn't speak. That's fine with me. I like that all the other characters have specific voice actors this time. Because it really gives them character. Um, uh, what I don't... So the combat I don't think flows as good as stories does. It's different... It is not just the Batman combat anymore. So, with the characters using shields, I feel like I can never... Like, there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, okay, that's kind of, like, annoying. I'm getting hit from something that I can't avoid because it won't attack the right character, even though I'm holding the stick in that direction. Um, I don't feel it is as solid as it, in, in the combat 
area, but the exploration is far more interesting this time around. Being able to jump is great. Um, I I like the world, the what we see of this world more um, in this game as well. Like the environments are far more interesting. Um, the the biggest complaint I have, and I was telling Drew this uh, in the DM and in, in DM um, that I don't like the fact that I as soon as I have the power of Omen Sight, I have to use it. Yeah. And more so that when I learn a new part of, like, when I learn a new Omen Sight, it totally gets rid of the first one. So if I want to see all the outcomes, I have to play this game multiple times because I can't choose to pull back, the roll back the information to do that level again. Well, you had to do that in stories. You couldn't do it all no. in one playthrough. No, you, no, no. You, you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. I can't go like in stories. Once you had the information, um, I don't want to spoil anything in stories. I don't think enough people have played it. But there's a character that that betrays you, right? Yeah. And yeah. When you have that information, remember when you went back, you could play dumb and not hand over the fact that you. And it would make comment of, like, I don't know why I'm go- I was going with him. I knew he was going to betray me, but I did it anyways. That conversation changed. In Omen Sight, I cannot, like, so um, I gained information about a certain character in Omen Sight. Uh, but I had not, and I had only done two of the four characters. Because that's how this game works. You kind of keep handing information between characters as you learn it. And I would, I did the cat and the bear. And I never touched the rat. And when I went to the rat, I had omen sight. So I could not do the rat's regular stage without the omen sight. I do not know what happens in that round. I do not know where we visited. I'm assuming it's one of the places that I am in other part of the game because that's how they kind of work. They all wrap into each other. But um, I was irritated that I couldn't just open the cage that she was in. I had to use Omen Sight and pull her out with magic. It, that was disappointing to me. But other than that, this is a really good game, and I really like it. And um, I think the changes the, they made in this, and just the way that the story wraps into each other, I think the story in this is far more interesting than the stories. I think the world is more interesting. I think it's something you should look at, especially if if you've played stories. This is more of that world and that sort of game. And uh, if you haven't played Stories, play Stories and play Omen Sight. They're both fantastic games. Um, I hope that they might release a physical version just for prosperity's sake of like keeping it around and everything. Okay. Anything else? And then I played um, played some more Dylan's uh, Dead Heat Breakers. And then um, I played a bit of um, Bloodstained... Is it Ritual of the Moon? No. Curse of the Moon. Curse of the Moon? Okay. Because yeah. it's... Uh, the Castlevania game is called Circle of the Moon, so this one's called Curse of the Moon. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Curse of the Moon. Um, yeah, that's an old-school Castlevania game. Damn, uh, they nailed that. Uh, I'm not surprised, but it just... It's like, fucking Castlevania three, is what it is. It's yeah, it is, and that's Castlevania totally fine. 3. And that's totally fine. It's Out even of got Castle... fucking Alucard in it. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> um, and then, 
I had to buy a new graphics card because my old GTX 650 died. Um, and I mean, I'd had that for three years and it was used when I bought it. So uh, I'm pretty sure the guy I bought it off of had it new. So um, I went and bought a new graphics card. So I did what everybody's supposed to do when they buy a new graphics card and tried Crisis. Crisis looked great. The game crashed. <laughs> went back to desktop. That's about right. Yep. So I was like, well, there's Crisis for you. Um, so I did the other one that I always do because it's what I used to play on a shitty laptop. I loaded up Half-Life 2 and on uh, max setting that game still looks really good although I think we've just hit the time frame of when that game now looks dated. Like it looks great but I'm now see that it's like it's it's lost a lot of its luster now. That game has looked great for years though. Just know that it's over a decade old is crazy. Now so. they make cryptocurrency. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and and card games that no one wants, and Dota hats. Yep. Yeah. All right, and that's pretty much it for me. All right. Oh, and I took sorry, I took advantage of the uh, Microsoft sale that's on right now. Um, pick up Alice Madness Returns for like five bucks because it's backwards compatible. That game and is I, so good. I have it on PS3, and I'm lo- I just the more and more I'm like I, I should like I, I bought a bunch of PS3 games because PS3 was connected, and my Xbox 360 was an old arcade model. It had a hard drive attached, but it was like it would heat up the whole entire room that I was in because, and it was loud. And um, the fact that I don't have that problem anymore makes it easy. And I also picked up Agents of Mayhem because it was like 13 bucks for everything in it, and I was like, all right, well. Even if I only play as Johnny Gat, I'll enjoy that. And the game was... I just want to shoot stuff. Was, I don't really care. It was fine. fine. It's a weird game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I hope we don't see another one and they just go back to Saints Row. Nah, they're going back to Saints Row. That's going to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright. <clears throat> I've played a lot of stuff. Uh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about all of them, but I'll touch on each one. A little bit. I played that Far Cry 3 remastered classic edition, whatever you want to call it. That game's still it's good, dead. but that it looked p- like shit. And that port's not great. Yeah, it doesn't look like the PC version. No, nope. uh, and it also doesn't run the best. <laughs> so that's a weird. That's a weird thing. Uh, I also tried the DLC, which um, of the three packs that are coming. For Far Cry 5, this one was the least interesting to me. It's the Vietnam one. Um, it's kind of more Far Cry without anything interesting in it, so that kind of brings it down a little bit. Like, there's still, you know, camps to take over. There's still challenges to meet. Um, it's, I don't know. It's it's not doing it for me. I'm hoping the space in the zombie one will be a, a little better. This one's kind of blah. Um, I played Street Fighter 30th Anniversary. That is, Fighter. that is exactly what you think it is. Um, and it's very depressing that it's not like the home version of Street Fighter Alpha 3. Because the world tour mode is not in there and all the characters are not fucking in there. It's the arcade okay. version. Like, when they when they brought it to PlayStation 1, like, you may not realize this, because how much did you play Alpha 3 in the arcade? There were a lot less characters in that game than the home version. A lot. So... It's missing all those, and that sucks. Hmm. But still, having 12 games in one collection is pretty rad. 
So, uh, I played a game called Shift Quantum. That's a cool game. It's like a 2D um, game where you shift between two planes, and it's kind of like um, oh, yeah, that game. This is this is wow. Okay, I'm wondering is this the same um, people that did like Shifting World? It is. Okay, the official successor to the Shift series, which was an old um, Flash game. Yeah, so you basically, like, it's like a black and white level, and when you shift between them, like, the platforms change, and you got to figure out how to get to the end of the level. It's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, it's black and white, and you shift, you, you shift to the white world, right? Or yeah. is it... You can yeah. shift back and forth, yeah. Yeah, and wow, this one looks so pretty. Holy crap. Yeah, it's a, it's a neat game. I, I enjoyed the, oh, like, wow. ten levels I played of that. It's, it's pretty that, fun. That game... Because so they they've done a bunch of there's one on the 3ds I remember it um, shifting world I think is what it was called um, and like none of them have looked anything like this, this is almost like limboish yep. in its style and damn that's nice it's a cool game I also played the one that everybody's talking about Yoku's Island Express which is essentially a Metroidvania platformer with pinball elements. Oh. So you are like a little bug on an island that takes over for the postman. Oh, is this the dung beetle? Yes. So you take over for the postman to become the new postman of the island, and you're rolling this big ball around. And every every now and then you'll run into like these uh, pinball areas where you've got to solve the pinball puzzle in order. It's a weird game. It's cool. It's neat. And this is on everything, or just yeah, it's on everything. It's on PS4. Apparently, there's a, apparently there's a physical version coming. So. I guess. I mean, it's From it's Team neat. Seventeen. It's neat. I uh, checked out Fox and Forest, Drew. I think you talked about that last week. That game is cool. Yeah. I like that game. It's uh, the levels are fucking huge. Yeah. Good. The big like airport. I think that somebody called it an airplane hangar, like the old Genesis and like the Bubsy sort of style. It's exactly like this is 100% yeah. a Super Nintendo slash Genesis platformer. Like, and this, not to compare it to Bubsy, let's make that clear. I apologize. It's well, just Bubsy, the only game that came to mind. The first Bubsy's a, not a bad game. It's 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 rough, but it's not... Yeah, no, yeah. there's definitely worse games. It's, hey, you remember that game I talked about a couple weeks ago, Mining Rail, where you're in the mine cart with the green skeleton? I played that. Oh, and, God. Okay, I need I need to know. I need to know. Did you run into the green skeleton? I got him once. It's so every track is like uh, randomly generated before you start it. So like the power ups and stuff are different every time you play it. That game is hard. Like really, oh, really? Cause it like what, what's the point of the game? So the point of it is you can adjust like your pitch and your speed. Um, and there's no like like it's not it's not like. Um, powered by anything, so you got to make sure you can make it all the way to the end with your locomotion. So if you slow down too much... Oh no, you get stuck. You'll just sit there on the track, but if you go too <laughs> fast and you don't shift your weight properly, you'll just fly off the track, which is hilarious. Because your cart just goes flying and your dude never leaves the cart half the time. So he's like stuck in the cart, rolling down a hill. Um, it's really hard. Like, I don't know that i finished very many levels. It's it's a very hard game. It looks real good. It's X-enhanced, which is hilarious. Like, it's real sharp. Uh, I also played a game called Bird Cakes. That's a weird game. Bird Cakes? Bird Cakes. You're a, a bird cupcake with a candle on its head. 
And you have to protect this thing in the middle of the level from flies. Uh, it's a rogue game where when you die, you start all the way over. You see how far you can make it wave-wise. Okay. It's not... It's $5. Let, let me just say yeah. that. Uh, I played a game called Mila Noir, which is essentially like a top-down, 70s-inspired, pixelated action game. It's very Can weird. Can you spell that? M-I-L-A-N-O-I-R. Okay. So... Oh, yeah, I saw this... Yeah, okay, I saw this on the um, PlayStation Network. Yeah, this is like... This is like straight out of 70s, like... Exploitation films. Like, it's got a lot of, like, quick zoom-in cuts to the camera. And, like, some, like, uh, disco music. And, uh... The first, like, person that I'm hunting... Because I work for, like, a mob boss or something. I'm, like, going to kill people. So, like, the first person that I was looking for was in a brothel. And she was in a bathtub. And, like, when she jumps out of the bathtub, it stops and goes... And then, like, it shows their name, you know, like in those old 70 movies. And then you got to chase her through this hotel, taking cover and shooting enemy. It's a weird game. Is it... Is it, like, open-world GTA-ish? It like, seems like it pushes me where I'm going to go. Like, every time I get okay. on my... Because on my, I drive, like, a scooter. <laughs> of course. Um, you, you, Italian crime flick. So, yeah, you'd get on your little Vespa. Yeah, so I don't actually control it. I just get on it, and he drives to the place where I'm going. So it okay. seems kind of linear. Um, I did like the intro. So apparently, like, when you start the game, you're not playing as the main character. And instead, you're playing as a hitman coming to kill the main character. Mm-hmm. So the hitman goes in the bathroom and shoots up the stall where a guy's sitting. And then I shoot him from the other stall. And I open the door. <laughs> and I'm like, you're shit now. And it, you know, it's, it's straight. That kind of thing. It's a weird game. I played a game called Shape of the World. It's pretty shitty right now. It's, oh, um, the game. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were talking about It's the literally thing. one of those push forward and shit happens uh, kind of walking similar. And it's yeah. just weird. I don't... I turned it off after like 10 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm throwing seeds and growing trees. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm not playing this. Um, I checked out the infectious madness of Dr. Decker. Yeah, we talked about this, I think, last week is something that was coming out. It's a FMV Oh, game. no, you... That's right, that's right. You offered this to us, and there, I think there was silence. Yeah, there was silence. Nobody would. It's an FMV game where you're, uh, like, a uh, psychiatrist, and you're asking all of the dude's patients about a murder. So apparently their psychiatrist got murdered, and now you're no. a new psychiatrist asking all of his patients, you know different questions. It's a weird game. It's like her story, almost. Yeah, you can type in the questions, and it'll kind of pick words to figure out. It's a weird thing. Um, And I played Unravel 2. Alright, so that game looks adorable. It is. Uh, When watching the trailer, I was sold. Do I need to play the first one to really enjoy this one, or should I just skip it too? No, you don't. Okay, that's what I figured. I didn't, I've heard that there's some plot to the first one, so I there wasn't is. sure. There is. It's it's very, like, what's the word I'm looking for without being offensive? Obtuse. It's It's trying to convey an emotion, and the first game was one emotion, the second game is a different emotion. Okay. So, it's good. Like, playing it by yourself is fine. 
Like, the controls are real, like, switching between characters is as simple as, like, pressing the Y button. You can also pick up the character and carry them, like, in the trailer. Yeah. You just hold the Y button next to them and you'll pick them up. Um, you can customize your Yarnies. So you can change their, their heads and their eyes and their colors. Oh! <laughs> um, the but puzzles so adorable. <laughs> yeah, the puzzles are, are neat and fun. They're very physics-based and, and locomotion-based and... It's it's a lot better than the first one. Like it seems like it 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 realized what the first one did well and just focused on that and got away from the stuff that the first one kind of faltered on. So I think it's good. It's it's a cool thing to drop like day and date when they announce it to just put it out. Um I don't know if it was a bug on my end or if it was a bug in the game, but my controller kept desyncing while I was playing it, which was really annoying. So I don't know if that was on my end or the game's end, but I'll play some more of it. It's a cool game. Uh, and I think that's most of it. I did... Uh, no, no, no. Vampire. Forgot about Vampire. Alright, so... I'm assuming Drew hasn't played this as well, right? Correct. So okay. Vampire is, uh, is a don't Try nod. not to spoil anything. No, no, I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. Vampire is a don't nod ass, don't nod game. So it's got some really excellent ideas and mechanics, and it's got some real problems technically. Um, so it doesn't look all that great, like visually. It's it's very muddy. Uh, the character models are not fantastic, but the voice acting is incredible. The delivery excellent. The story super interesting. Um, the combat not so great. Uh, it tries to be Dark Souls, but it's not. It's not as hard as Dark Souls, so don't get that, but it tries the there, same... It's, like, there's some stealth focus on this, though, too, right? I have not stealthed anything in this game. <laughs> okay, let me rephrase this, because I realize... Uh, okay, so I realize that I'm talking to people that I think generally don't like stealth, Correct. There's no stealth mechanic in this game. There's oh, no, there's none. There's no so crouch. To, there's no okay, hide behind then. stuff. I no. totally did not understand this game then. I thought there was way more stealth involved in this. No. There's, this is an RPG with Dark Souls combat. It's, so the combat is like lock on. You can dash around the enemy. You attack. Um, you can also do special moves. Like it, It's no secret you're a vampire in the game. So there's that. Okay. Um, and you have a meter called your blood meter, because of course you do. And that allows you to do, like, special moves. So, you can get blood meter by, there are weapons that'll give it to you when you use them. You can use one, you can use two weapons, um, or you can use a two-handed weapon. So you can have, like, a, an axe and then, like, a knife, or then, or you can just carry, like, a huge two-handed blunt weapon. Um, the yeah, comp- two-handed blunts are the best. Woo. Hell yeah, no. Uh, but you can actually switch between two weapon loadouts <laughs> by tapping the D-pad. Um, you also, there's a there's an upgrade system, so every time you get XP, you can go and upgrade. Like, there's a big upgrade tree. You can do <clears throat> passive abilities. You can do defensive abilities. You can do, um, like, active abilities, uh, aggressive abilities, and you can upgrade, like, your health, your blood meter, your stamina, all of that stuff. And the nice thing about this game is that at any point in the game, you can completely just throw it all away and re-spec with no uh, cost. Okay. So, oh, 
Yeah, so you can just nice. you can just reset everything and then use all the points that you have to kind of do a different build, which is that which is like the developers realizing that some of the stuff that they put in there is not great, and when you use it, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have upgraded that. That kind of sucks. Yeah, kind of like playing as the assassin in Borderlands 2, and now you're stuck. Yeah, yeah so you can kind of respec anytime you want, anytime you go to like a hideout. Um, the thing about this game that really sets it apart from everything else is that you can literally kill any character in the game. And when I say that, I mean even the NPCs that you interact with to progress stories. So there's a lot of branching stories that happen. So there's like a huge tree in the menu that connects different citizens of the city to each other. And when you talk to them, these little links chain together to unlock further dialogue conversations and quests. But you can kill any one of these people if you so choose, and you have to choose to kill them. And then that will close off those... This is... Particular branches. I have a question for you. Yeah. Because I know I don't have a lot of background with it. I've played a bit of it, but like me, I play like an hour and then, you know, put it aside. But I've heard a lot of great things about the game uh, Vampire the Masquerade. The Masquerade. Masquerade. Yeah, that's not my job. Ju- I never l- played it. So. Okay. This sounds like this is the logical step towards something like that. In today's gaming environment, to me, anyways, this is very much a hardcore-ish RPG, but with action elements too. That's like what I've the heard RPG the is more of the role, like the RPG is more of the role-playing aspect of it, because when you kill someone, like that defines your character to some extent. I just it does, and it also has effects in the world. Like, it can cause different districts to go into chaos, which in turn, you know, puts more enemies in the level. Now, the game straight up tells you this right from the beginning, and it's my favorite beginning screen of any video game ever, because it comes up and it says, the more people you kill, the easier this game will be, but there will be consequences for your actions. And nice. like, like the first thing that I said when I saw that screen is like, I'm gonna fucking murder everybody. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> but the game does do a good job of kind of like making you not want to kill certain people. Like it makes, and here's the other thing. So you play a doctor in the game and you're, you're brought into this hospital. It's kind of like your main hub is this hospital. And the guy that works that runs the hospital knows what you are and knows what you do, and he kind of lets you do what you're going to do. But let's say you want to kill somebody who's real sick. Like, you won't get as much XP for them. The game will allow you to take that person, follow their quest, heal them, make them more worth more XP, and then kill them. So you can kind of fatten up your prey before you take the XP. <laughs> Wow. This game is, like I said, it's got a lot of really cool stuff, and like when you talk about it, you're like, oh, fuck, I want to play this game. But you have to go into it knowing that it is a don't nod game. It is a focus home interactive published <laughs> game. And you That's have more to... more telling. That the second one is more telling than the first. Yeah, you have to you have to accept those things before you start playing it, because otherwise you're going to be like... Because unfortunately, the best parts about the game are not the like the introduction to the game. The beginning of the game has you running and fighting, which are the two worst things about this game. 
So, like, when you first play it, like, the first half hour, you dig into it, you're like, ugh, what the fuck is this game? I mean, this isn't very good. But once you get past that and you get into the dialogue and the choices and things like that, this game becomes a hell of a lot more interesting. Sounds a lot like uh, Alpha Protocol. Yeah. It's, it's uh, it, it like... It's a don't not ass don't not game because if you remember remember me that game yeah. was great once you got into it but man it had a lot of issues. You know it sounds like it's one of those games. I don't know how to put it. Um, so uh, the podcast guy, the ex game trailer guys, Easy Allies. Um, one of them, uh, Michael Huber, uh, he says swimming in sevens. That some of the best games have a lot of jank to them, so you can't tell people that they're much more than a seven, but they do some really cool and unique stuff. That's what this sounds like. <laughs> that's, the, that's exactly what this is. Like, there's a lot of games out there that are a seven that if you missed out on, you know, I said it on Twitter the other day. Vampire is a game that people will talk about in three to four years about how cool it is. Cool it is yeah. that nobody ever bought. Uh, I will end up. I, I've had so so. It's weird you. When you told me that there was no stealth element, I was like, oh, so I had the totally wrong idea about this game, and was like, I'm out. And then you kept talking about it, I'm like, alright, no, I'm back in, this sounds pretty cool. And, you know, speaking of just seven and stuff, you know, that's the same thing with the, well, I mean, Deadly Premonition got a reissue, and do not play the director's cut, because it's absolute trash by the xbox 360 version it plays on an xbox one it's digital but that's another game where that does a lot of unique stuff so knowing that this game has some jank but is original and kind of excuses its jank for trying new things i'm definitely interested and i'll probably end up picking that up yep. next week or the week after it is a it is a cool game it really is like I, and it takes a little while to get into it i'm i think i'm about six or seven hours into it at this point and I'm digging it like there's a lot of things I like about the game and and that's you know getting past all of its issues which of course it has a lot there there is no getting around that yeah well that's fine all right Justin actually just shared a bit of the combat on Twitter and I'm watching some of it and it's pretty freaking cool it's a cool game some shadow dashing and stuff. The yeah, shadow combined. dashing is huge. Like I upgrade. Like one of the things I upgraded immediately when I first got into it was my stamina because it takes stamina to attack and dodge. Oh, so God. I upgraded that heavily. And the nice thing about stamina and health, they're the two cheapest upgrades. They're like they're, oh. their trees are super cheap to upgrade. You know, so. again, this game. This game comes. With, this game is like. You're like, oh yeah, it's, everything uses stamina. I went, oh, and he's like, but it's the cheapest thing to upgrade. I'm like, all right, well, I'm back in. Yeah, there's a huge like upgrade tree for stamina and health, and they are like the first three tiers of them. I was able to upgrade in one sitting. So, uh, but no, that's uh, <clears throat> that's a lot of what I've been playing. Then of course a lot of Overwatch. But you know, we kind of beat that. Well, I mean, you got your minute and a half, so why don't you go ahead and? Yeah, you know, Overwatch is still a great game, and I'll be sad on Tuesday when the anniversary event ends. Also, how about that new Symmetra, Andrew? How about that new Symmetra? I um I don't know about that. She got a big shield. <laughs> that to me big... the only thing I can ever see out of that thing being useful is never like a diva bomb's about to go off. What about a Pharah? That's a good Pharah thing. Uh, yeah, but you got to be real, you know, 
it's going to be like you know where you place it kind of thing. And if you got to be, it's turning her into like this really complex character. Yeah, she's uh, she no longer has auto aim, which is going to be huge for a lot of the scrubs that just hold the button down and run circles. Um, and also being able to throw her turrets at the wall. Yeah. That's fucking rad. I'm sorry. She's only going to have three of them, though. Yeah, but still, the fact that you can throw them means you can put them in all kinds of great places, man. Anyway, that's your Overwatch I, Minute. And then I actually forgot a game. I played more Shadows of the Damned, because apparently that was the thing that I'm that forced is, to do. That game is fucking Okay, so you should the, be amount forced to play jokes, the amount of dick jokes... I just... <laughs> uh, use your boner to... Shoot. That's the name of the gun, man. The big yeah, boner. But <clears throat> then it's like you you shoot your load and then it explodes. Hell yeah, dude. And them tell you everything, every, every bloody time they're like, okay, we're going to show you how to do something else. It's just this big this big double entendre. I was like, okay, I've, I'm enjoying this game and it's just, it's it's not like, get it, get it, boner, get it. It's just like, no, we're going to deliver this as dry as possible. Use your boner to shoot your load and then make sure you cover the whole wall. Yeah, <laughs> and, I don't see the problem here. Yeah, I, I'm, I am impressed. There's a few times where I had to actually look up because I was doing something and like under other circumstances it would have worked. I, my first death sister, I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Because I wasn't looking at the death sister every time the room went black. It, they kind of told me that every time the room goes black, maybe you should shoot the goat head. So that's what I kept doing. And then I was like, I have no idea what to do now. That game's awesome. So, it, it is. There's a lot of really funny stuff in there that isn't... Because I was hoping that the character, the main character, would be more funny, and it's not. It's all the stuff that really is, or in the world around you, in that that's quite humorous. So, all right, let's talk about the games coming out this week. There's not a lot, obviously. It's E3, yeah, it's E3. but well, I mean, unraveled one of, one of the games, two. one of the games that I, it has one of my most anticipated games of the year coming out this week. And that is Jurassic World Evolution, because goddamn it, I want to build a Jurassic Park and let people free. And you want to hear Jeff Goldblum talk to you? Hell, fuck! Like, if you could have a tutorial, I mean, outside of Morgan Freeman, who else would you have doing your your voiceover for a tutorial? Than Jeff uh, I'm not a big. I know a lot of people love Jeff Goldblum. I don't love or hate him. Like, if he did it, I'm like, okay. I mean, in Jurassic Park. Only Jeff Goldblum. Let me make that. That is a must. If you're going to have a tutorial in a Jurassic Park game, yes, I'd prefer it to be Jeff Goldblum. Um, and God, just not Chris Pratt. I can't take any more Chris Pratt. Um, that game is out this week. As is Moss. Is that coming to, is that coming to uh, consoles, by the way? Just... Jurassic World? Yeah, it's uh, Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Nice. Alright. Yeah, and Moss is coming to PC finally. Yeah, and it's also getting a physical release, I guess, on PS4. Alright, well, God, I waited then. Also, Omega Strike is coming out this week. <laughs> uh, Super Bomberman R is making a jump from the Switch to everything else. So everyone can be... Uh, you can even play as Master best. Chief in the, the Xbox version, which is hilarious. Uh, Lego The Incredibles is out this week. Sure. 
Sure. I, am I the only one that's kind of like wondering what you do with that? Because like the kind of the big selling point with the last couple Lego games has just been the large amount of characters you can play as, and the Incredibles have what six? Yeah, there'll be a lot of uh, the bad guys, and the, I don't fucking know. It's a Lego <laughs> the, game, whatever. The Incredibles just isn't a huge franchise, so it was kind of weird that they're like. And Legos Incredibles. Like, I, okay, it's, not, I guess. it's not weird. That's like a fucking, I'm going to make a bunch of money off of it. Uh, yeah, no, I just mean like, what do you, what do, you do with it? Because there isn't, like, it's a huge world that's been established right here, and that's all. Uh, Unless you had, like, Toy Story characters in it. Which, yeah. lots, of, lots of indie games still hitting the Switch this week, including uh, Jolt Family Robot Racer, Alchemic Jousts, Hexlogic, Hexologic, uh, Yonder the Cloud Catcher Chronicles, Super Sidekicks 3, Beaker Reloaded, RBI Baseball 18, and Soccer Slammers. Uh, Soccer also- Slammers. Hey, that's um, Atui. Same people that did, like, uh, Toast the Goats, Zeo Drifter, uh, Mutant Muds. Oh, there you go. So. Uh, also, the Tennis World Tour is out this week, as is Paladins finally coming to the Switch, which will have crossplay with Xbox One. Nice. Uh, PC games. Anything good this week? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. There's Sweet Girl Adventure. That doesn't sound. I'm not looking that up. That sounds. Uh, there's Meme Supreme. Mm-hmm. All, All right. Stuff. All right. There's a game coming out this week called AIDS Simulator. Yeah. You know, Steam used to not let stuff on the store, and I kind of wish they'd go back to that. <sighs> okay. There's a lot of news to talk about. I'm just going to hit some highlights. Man, that fan is loud. Mine? Yes. You can hear it. Sorry. Uh, I'll turn it off and start sweating again. Kingdom Hearts 3, release date confirmed. It's coming January 2019. Sure it is. Uh, Battlefield 5 uh, is confirmed they have a Battle Royale mode. Sure. So there's Yeah, that. I'm I'm not surprised. Out of all the out of all the first person shooters that <clears throat> could have a Battle Royale mode, that was kind of built for it because they have huge maps already. Uh Anthem release date was announced. It's February twenty second. So as of right now, February is Days Gone, Anthem, and Crackdown Three currently. That's kinda crazy. Uh, Respawn announced the name of their Star Wars game. It's called Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, uh, and takes... This is VR, right? No. I thought they were doing a VR game. No, this is, this is a straight third-person oh, Jedi action game, from what I understand. Um, just... will take place between episodes 3 and 4, from what I hear. Are we going to talk about that that announcement on Bloody Stage? Uh, of just... Dude, like, just talking. Nothing it was. Like, yeah. Just sitting in the crowd like, yeah, we're making a game. It's called this. I, it, makes me, it makes me long for the days when they would show people working on their computers with nothing to actually show. Yeah. Um, EA also announced a new game called Sea of Solitude, which looks really that bad. freaking great. She, and it, like, so it, first of all, she walked up there with a Kraftwerk t-shirt on, which was nice, but... I could tell that she cared a lot because she was so nervous to show off. And then you watch the trailer, and that game looks really weird. All the people turning into monsters and stuff, so they all had, like, human faces still. 
Yeah, I'm that... very excited. That's actually on my list of games that I took away from like so far from E3 that I want to play. <laughs> There's only been one conference. Or I know, but that like I usually <laughs> don't have anything from EA that I'm like. There's something I want to try out. So. Yeah, also, not any watch EA. Yeah, that game looks cool. So if you if you, go look at a trailer of Sea of Solitude, I think that's, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Unravel Two was also announced and released, <laughs> which was cool. Um, they also announced a new Command and Conquer. Oh boy! Oh, freaking! In the most painful part of their presentation, a lot of people don't like sports, and I'm sorry, don't shout cast on stage. It doesn't doesn't work well, and that is not Command and Conquer. That's uh, just bring out the the dead horse to beat it. I have to say that uh, the host they had for EA Play was great, Andrea Renee. She did a really good job. Yeah. Um, well, isn't it? Um, wasn't the CEO last year that did it? They had Whatever a bunch of. Whatever his name is, they had the a British of, guy. They had a bunch of different people doing it. He came out and did a really good speech. I liked his speech. Uh, this I'm, year. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was very nice that, that here we this is the charities we support and stuff. Yeah, also uh, the Star Wars stuff. Like I felt for that guy because that, oh, guy, was so bad. that guy, guy was basically a scapegoat. Yeah, sacrificed to the sacrificial lamb on stage. They should have had the suits come out because I think a lot of people read that as not his fault. Oh, like, absolutely. That, and and like one of the few times I think people finally had some feeling for people in the industry. Because a lot of the response I was seeing was, it's not this guy's fault. Nope. That's not fair. Although I am so. very excited for what he announced for the hey. uh, the fall season with General it, Grievous. Obi-Wan freaking Kenobi is coming. I'm down. I just want to see General Grievous. In that engine, General Grievous is going <sighs> to look amazing. And I'm not even a huge fan of the um, Star Wars in general, especially the prequel trilogy. But if there's one thing that I pull out of that whole prequel trilogy is like, that was a really cool character design. Yeah. So to see him in the engine that looks amazing, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get back into Battlefront too. I still like that game. Um, God, I had something else on the tip of my tongue and I forgot what it was. From the EA conference? I think that's all from the... They did announce Origin, like... Uh, pre- pre- Game premium. Pass. Well, yeah, Origin so. Access already existed, so the new one is basically every game at, at launch, not yeah. just after a certain amount of months. Yeah, it's Game Pass. Also, kind of snuck into that announcement. Madden's coming to the PC, y'all. Yeah, that's rad. That was big. Uh, can we talk about the sports segment? Because uh, as much the, as the sports segment, the sports segment was fine this year, well, except for that part where they had the kid the that football? played. Yeah, the Madden uh, uh, segment where he said I was chasing rough. the money. Oh, that's awesome, dog. Like, uh... That was rough. But the FIFA stuff seemed fine. I just, I'm, as a person that doesn't play sports games, try to get me involved. It's not that hard. Just be like, and here's the casual mode that is a little bit crazier or whatever. You're the only one that can do, a, like, a FIFA game. So just, you know... Or, or NFL games. So show me what, what makes me as a new player. Because otherwise, like, my, my joke on Twitter was they might as well walk up on stage and be like, you're going to buy it because you buy it every year. Well, see, that... That's the stuff that, they're, the stuff that they're, they showed was like, here's a new thing. And I'm like, they're going to buy it anyways. Like, that's not a new... Th- like, that's neat for people because it's definitely something that they sh- you should do. But, like, get 
people that might not be able to play because a lot of this stuff that you just announced just made this game a whole, whole lot harder for someone like me to jump into. What did they announce for Madden? Because I must have missed uh, that. Madden, second. Madden, Madden, Madden. Yeah, no, you're right. Madden was not it. Um, because I'm a Madden like, fan. I buy it every year and I play it every year and I was very interested to, to know, know what, they were, what they were doing to the game this year and then they just come out and have this like... Chase that money. Yeah, five <laughs> minute conversation between a guy for a team that I absolutely hate, by the way. Okay. And an esports gamer who missed his graduation to play Madden, and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't enjoy that. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about some guy that won some money and a fucking wrestling yeah. belt. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to see the game. I want to see you get up here and run a play in this game. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I want to see Blood Bowl, but with actual football teams. You know, just a little bit of superpowers and just have that in a mode that's totally not connected to other modes, obviously, and just have some fun with it. Because, like, to me, like, it's a sports game. And I realize a lot of people check out in general. I'm not checking out entirely. It's just I want something that, as a casual player, I can get into. Because you play Madden every year. I do not. Like, tell me how I can get into the series. Because maybe I I try a more casual mode and go, all right, well, I'm ready to step up because it's a little too easy. You know what I mean? Well, the story mode last problem. year Every... was that. That was oh, what was the story... it? Yeah, that was what the story mode was. It was actually all right. It's really... Then it's really disappointing that they didn't talk about the story mode at all this year. Well, I don't know that there, there is one. one. I was going to say, I don't know that there is one. So I would assume that it's not going to be something they dropped, but yeah, I don't that, know. that's on me. Uh, I just had a story, and then I just lost it. Um, Dead or Alive 6 was announced. So I'm excited for that, obviously. Hitman 2 is yep. coming. It's not episodic. It's all one game launching on November. And people 15th. were upset. Somehow. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny to me. I, I dumbfounded. They're going to... I mean... Oh, every... I was going to I was gonna say Switch. Uh, Madden's not coming to Switch. So to, to uh, that that's story. I'm not surprised because I'm just... Out of all this, the games that like they have the EA Sports games, that would be the one I would expect not to come. Just because worldwide it doesn't have any appeal, really. So yeah, uh, yeah. DOA six Code Vein release date for September. Uh, yeah. Just Cause four leaked on Steam Thursday night. Yeah. Which is hilarious. <laughs> um, also, it's very troubling because uh, Avalanche announced a new IP the day before. Well, well, I thought... but there's three games now. There's Rage 2, Just Cause yeah. 4, and their new IP, which I, I'm sorry, well, the name is... am I wrong? Are they not doing another game, too? Or is it ex-Avalanche employees doing the game with THQ Nordic that has you playing as the little bear thing that can evolve? Oh, are you talking about um, Biomutant? No. Yeah. No, that's, that that's not... X. Okay. Avalanche I, people. I was thinking about it the other day and I couldn't remember the name of it and obviously my description sucks so I couldn't remember if it was them because I was like that's another game that they might be working on. So yeah, no, but do we know for a fact that this is Avalanche or is it just somebody that We don't know. And they have two studios. But here's the thing, if it's not Avalanche, what the fuck are you doing because Just Cause is their bread and butter. That is their game. Yeah, but it was they didn't technically make the last it was avalanche in name only but it was a, a american studio that made the last one was it not i thought avalanche worked on just cause 3 because they worked on just cause 3 and mad max simultaneously 
Yeah, but there's two studios. I'm it's almost possible, certain. but it, I mean, and, let's be fair. Rage is Avalanche and ID, so that's true. Um, yeah, so they have the Stockholm studio, and then there's New York from. Yeah, so it's the New York one that worked on Just Cause Three, and now they have another studio in Malmo. I'm assuming it's another Swedish place. Um, but yeah, so it's the it's the New York one that worked on Just Cause Three. So I'm assuming that's going to be the New York one that works on Just Cause Four. They also just got bought by Nordisk Entertainment, I believe is what it's called. It's a movie studio, I think. Okay. So, Nordisk. Not Nordisk film. Yeah, Nordisk, yeah, Nordisk film. Do they, that's weird. Because do they have any other video games? I don't know. I just Nordisk really... Film Games invest in Nordic gaming studios, but not Nordic Games. Wow, this well, is Well, Nordic great. Games owns a lot of shit. They're very, they've got a lot of money. Yeah, but no, that's not... Is it... Like, it's Nordic with a capital N, so I don't know if it's Nordic the company, but I'm assuming it's referring to... Oh, God. THQ Nordic is... It used to be Nordic Entertainment, is what they used to be called. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. It's uh, I'm going to get off the news site before I get myself in trouble. <laughs> um, let's do some tweets. We got a few tweets. Nothing big. Uh, Blue Apple Blue says, Game developer tears. Do you like their taste? What the fuck does that even mean? No, I don't. Uh, I, I, just in gener- general statement, I don't like developers being treated poorly. But if the tears are like... Um, Happiness. Barlog's tears of happiness that he couldn't believe the outpouring of love for the God of War game, then absolutely yes. Because it's not, it's not like, sadness. And it's joy and just pure emotion. Um, but no, generally I don't like that because it just means that people are upset. So. Yep. And I don't get anything from that. So. Uh, Dustin sent us a few tweets. Uh, Anthem looks good. Looks like a good destiny, is what he says. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I had the same feeling. Looks it like can't be too hard to do. No, it's 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 oh. not going to be very complicated to build a better world and and loot system than Destiny has. Oh, poor Destiny! I just want to fly around in that world. I want to play fucking Anthem. That game looks rad. Yeah, just play my live out my fantasies of being Iron Man. Yeah, you totally look like Iron Man in that game. Yeah, flying around especially. I was like, yep, and then you pull out a gun and start shooting monsters that look straight out of Lost Planet. Yeah, I don't play that game. Not to mention you can go underwater. That's fucking rad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I can't wait for it. Man, February is going to be so good. A, a game for, like, everybody. It's going to be so yep. good. And that's just what we know already. Yeah, that's a, that's just what we know. I mean, and you'll already have had Kingdom Hearts by then, right? And, <laughs> and, and, and that's, uh, but I mean, that's when Sony like releases their stuff is January, well, February, gone. early in the year. That's days gone. But there, that we oh, that's right. Yeah, that's in the same month. I'm gonna say then there's whatever they release at the beginning of, or the end of January because they always have something then too. I don't think they have anything for January, but maybe unless right Dreams now. unless Dreams comes out. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Well, there's something for everybody, and then there's dreams. Then there's dreams. <laughs> uh, uh, he also says EA had a little better conference than last year, but still needs a lot of work. I think their only work they have to do is not like at, their conference came off as 
we're going to try to talk to people like people, which I think was the seg- the Madden segment. But it was obviously done by business people still, and don't do that. Either have people come out and be their personalities, which I think was most of their conference with, um, I don't know her name, unfortunately, but she was very good at, at coming off like a normal human being and not a business person, right? Because that's what she does. And and they did the Madden thing that was obviously set up by someone who's like, I know what people want. No, you don't. That was obviously, that was very tone deaf because no one cares outside of the people that watch this part. And like, those aren't the people that are buying Madden every year. That's a very small subset. Like, you would have been better off having like, just a slight visual upgrade on screen and being like, this is what the new Madden looks like. This is what last year looks like. See how it's slightly better. I, like, think I, I think I hear Drew getting indigestion from the pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can Heartburn. hear it. Can. It just, it, yeah, no, it was much better because it didn't show off loot boxes and loot boxes and here's Need for Speed you don't care about in loot boxes. Yeah. So. Oh. He says, I don't know about you guys, but I've always dreamed of having that cup in my room, you know, besides the Lombardi or Stanley Cup. I'm assuming he's referring to the FIFA piece in the yeah. EA conference. He says, I missed the prediction show, but I wanted to mention a few, even though most of the shows will be over before the, this airs. Yeah. I, w- I want to see Cuphead DLC at Microsoft, and I think they will have Cyberpunk and a new Conquer. all be still my beating heart. Yeah, I don't know if... I mean, I don't know if there will be Cuphead DLC, because that studio has been looking for a director or producer or something like that. Sounds like they're trying to do something else, and it's a like studio of like four people. So even if they've expanded to like twenty, that that's still not enough staff. That's a lot of work. Those are all hand drawn. So unless they cut a lot of stuff that they can reuse somehow, I can't imagine there'll be DLC for Cuphead. Who's publishing Cyberpunk? WB isn't it? Isn't it Warner is it, Brothers? Is it Warner Brothers? I just they did The Witchers, but I don't know if they did. They're doing um, Cyberpunk. Yeah, I mean, I they could they could really publish it themselves at this point. They may because I think they didn't. They start a publishing house after the success of the yeah, Witcher. CD Project is publishing it apparently. Yeah, that's or, what I, I mean, that's that's hard to tell because it's. PC did it, did anybody? Too, so. Speaking of leaking, did anybody see the picture floating around of the Rocksteady logo with the Superman emblem? No, but I've heard about the Superman yeah. Rocksteady rumor for a while and. That was I way before the... E3 they were talking about that. Yeah, but this was yeah. an actual screenshot of a title screen. Yeah, I don't believe it until it I just thought it was. I just thought it was funny. Um, he says, also the Surge 2 will be revealed. Sorry, buddy, too late there to announce that. <laughs> and RE2 will have a PSVR mode. That'd be I right. That'd don't, be cool. That's neat a concept, but that's a lot of work that like no one's gonna be able to see for except for a small few. I just want to see like that, RE2 remake. I yeah, that's me what too. I want to see. Yeah. That's see gonna change it, that game too much. That's gonna change it. It's the same with the, all the rumors of it's gonna be first person. I don't think that'd be please a lot of people. No, it's gonna be, be neat if you could go into first person at times, but don't don't make that game. See, first Capcom person. Capcom needs to not fuck this up like Square's fucking up Final Fantasy VII remake. <sighs> just get that shit out there. You mean just, just burning money? Just burning make, money. Just uh, do what you said you were gonna do. Make a remake of RE2. Yeah, which it's uh, from the sounds of it. I've never played RE2. I just <gasps> want it to be a remake. I know. 
Ken, but I didn't like horror games at one point in time in my life. So, but how have you not fucking remedied this by this point? That is probably because I heard that there was going to be a remake, so I've waited. All right, I have. You waited. will have no. You will have no fucking basic comparison. For That's how fine. Fucking good. That's that fine. Game is. Resident Evil Two is one of the best games that's ever been made. It's the best horror game by far. No, it is really goddamn good. It's one of the few that take place in a bloody city. It's, yeah, it's, Resident. Should, that's what that was. What was so thing. great about it? Because Resident Evil One was so like claustrophobic. You're in this mansion pretty much the entire time, and then Resident Evil Two, like they just turned it up to friggin' eleven. Now you're in a friggin' city. Give you a general idea. So I played Resident Evil a little bit of Resident Evil Four, and I played Five, and then I went back to number one, but I did it using the DS copy. <laughs> No, Resident so, Evil but, Resident Evil 2 might be the biggest fucking peak drop of quality from like one to the next like from 2 to 3. Whew. 3 was like a stopgap. That was weird three, though. Was 3 weird. had introduced the the um Nemesis. Nemesis. Yeah, which but was didn't a cool to have like a Nemesis sort of character no. in the second scenario you had right. Mr. Big. Mr. That's Big, like, yeah. Yeah. I know about that game. But like three, I think Nemesis was like they threw that together because originally it was something else. There was like a Gaiden game that took place on a ship, and there was gonna it, there was a bunch of canceled RE games in the same time period. Resident Evil Two was a canceled game that that uh, oh, really? yeah they had you look at Resident Evil One Point Five that was a completely different game they completely uh, scrapped there's it. There's a there's a really good comprehensive um, podcast on this from Retronauts. Just look up Resident Evil One, and that's a really really good podcast on like I think they only cover the original PS One games, but that's a very in depth of like all the canceled games that they had for like Game Boy that never came out and stuff too. So. Alright, his next tweet says, And Devolver will announce a new indie game called Sister Kissing Simulator and Limited fuck Run... It, uh, go fuck yourself, go fuck and yourself. And Limited Run go will release it physically it, exclusive to the Sega Master System. Fuck Christ. Great, I'm the meme character now. Yeah. Since, since I finished Xenogears, you're the meme character now. Fuck kissing your sister. I, you know, is, thank God I favorite. don't actually have... It, like a sister, because that would just make this more uncomfortable. I'm an only child, thank God. This is fuck this, you. This is my new I favorite thing, so Drew. Yep. Uh, he also says, "I hope everyone has a great E3 and finds plenty of games to get excited for." Uh, I also I see the guys who made Oxenfree just announced their new game, After Party. So check it out. That's been, it looks that's great. been announced for a while. Well, it was on IGN yesterday. They oh, was it? it? Yeah, okay, they, they probably it showed it. They finally, they only showed like a few screenshots. And like, oh, they were playing video. it on IGN yesterday. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's the first time that they showed gameplay for sure. Then, yeah. All right, so that is our show. Do you guys want to throw in anything last minute before the Xbox conference? Because this is going to go live after we recorded it before. Can I say that I really hope the X? There's nobody else that I'm rooting for more than Xbox right now. But I'm also prepared to be disappointed by Xbox. I'm hoping I'm not because out of anybody, they, they, they should just surprise me fully on like, here you go, here's something that you would have never expected. But I have a feeling I know what they're going to try to do because they're just going to try to like fill in gaps of like, here's what Sony has and this is our answer to it. So uh, what I is think Xbox, Crackdown's I th- not coming out what- well, see, Well, they even addressed Crackdown. Yeah, they addressed it before. I think that was smart because they got it out of the way. 
so they won't even mention it during the press conference. No, no, no. They're going to show the game. Yeah. They, uh-huh. they said they were going to show the game, but they they got the elephant out of the room of the fact that it was delayed till February. Yeah. Have Terry Crews come out and talk about it. So, He's in the bloody game, so you might as well. Here's my thing about Xbox, and I have a feeling that, like, like I said, we're recording this before Xbox is being shown, but. I think you're going to have like maybe one or two guys at the most on stage and it's just be like here's a trailer here's another trailer here's another trailer well, I mean, that's, that's, that's all it's going to be is, is, but I just hope it's not a lot of coming to Xbox first or what is it Xbox console exclusive Well according to Phil on Twitter yesterday and I don't know I know Drew you're not following Twitter he said they ran through their last um rundown last night it's a hundred minutes, and they're world premiering fifteen games. That's but world premiering. That doesn't necessarily mean exclusive, but they're that's showing. Exclusive. But see, and that's the narrative around Microsoft is like, well, it's not their exclusive, but they're showing fifteen new goddamn games. Who cares hey, if they're exclusive? Because the same, the same reason why, like we talk about what them not having exclusive, but they do have those as well. Games. I mean, that's the thing is nobody read the rest of the statements from the other people. Is okay, well, some of them are I first only, party, some of them are exclusive, but they are showing. Yeah, I knew there was going to be first parties. I'm just again, it's the I'm, I'm not upset with the number of listen. Not, more games is more games. I'm okay with that. I'm not disappointed. I'm just like that number comes off as like we are premiering. 15 new games world you know worldwide or whatever at this show okay but are you just doing a favor to sony for not having it on their show that when it says like also coming to playstation 4 inevitably when they show like the company finally puts it on their own twitter like you know what i mean like it's just it's like using your stage time is fine but then it's like and it's also coming to ps4 like oh well ps4 base is a little bit bigger than xbox's yeah, but uh, I, mean, I, I mean, at this point, I just feel like we're just looking for things. Like, they did the same shit last year. All they need is one. That's all they need. They've got one more than game one. That, well, okay, then. <laughs> From what I hear, they've but got three it, to four. Getting, is got, it coming out this year? Is there's the a couple this year and a couple for next year. That's, Good. that's what I'm hearing. My Here, here's, here's the problem. Year. Here's the problem that Microsoft faces, is that last year they had four or three or four. Three, and three, then I they think? and then they all came out, and no. they were not good. No, they didn't. But I think they had like four. They said, four, "Well, we got to stay at K two. Oh, that's right. That's okay. not really bringing up the charts. They marketed uh, have, that game poorly. It was an indie game, and they shouldn't have tried to make it triple A. And then I they think, also said, "Well, we got Sea of Thieves. Mm, that, that didn't turn out really good. <laughs> but we got to remember, they didn't show those off for the first time last year, did they? They showed those off the year before." Yeah, they didn't show they did, off okay. anything new last year outside of the normal Forza shit, did they? And no, they showed off Super Lucky's Tale, did they not? No, that was they an did. X. That was an X launch. Game. That, that, that's not a new game. Fuck that. that no, but you fine, know what I mean. That, what I'm what I'm saying just, is, like, is that, that Microsoft the... needs to to come out and show things that people would give a damn about. Well, like Sea of Thieves died off in a month, and not even a month, and in two weeks. Week yeah. But yeah, what is? And, but but answer me that question, Drew. What is that? The, that's the, it has to be a new IP because if they come out with Gears, if they come out with Halo, if they come out with Forza, people don't care about that stuff. No, we no, talked no, about no. this I last agree. week. No, I agree. Nobody and cares so, about those. But what? So what is it though? I, I don't know. They need to come out with something new. I and I still hold to it. I haven't seen everything yet. I have a feeling Microsoft's working on some type of Overwatch clone. 
somebody is working on an Overwatch clone because that is a market. If they get it right, they can compete with them. I, I just, yeah. And I'm not saying this because I'm an Overwatch fanatic, but I'm, I'm telling you, somebody out there <laughs> is trying to. Somebody out there is working on an Overwatch clone, and if they do it right, they can compete against Blizzard with it. I just don't know. You compete against Blizzard? You don't. I mean, you can't. How many? How many games? How many games have come and swept Diablo under the rug? Yeah. Torchlight did a pretty damn good job. They didn't even come close to sweeping it under the rug, though. That, look how look how look how Torchlight ended up. Yeah, Torchlight Torchlight, Torch, Torchlight Two is a fantastic it, game. I, I didn't say it wasn't. I'm <laughs> just saying studio is closed. It's also the last one that you'll ever get. That's because yeah. they didn't make Torchlight Three. Well, they made Hob. Um, yeah. And then there's. Uh, let me see. Uh, what RTS comes even close? Oh, I guess you could say Command and Conquer, except look how that turned out. Well, Command and Conquer died a long time ago. We don't need. Yeah, to I'll, I'll tell you what one I'm thing: that new Command and like, Conquer will make them a lot of money. No, that's the thing, and 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 that's what a lot of people didn't understand. So they're like, "Why would you really show this, motherfucker? That game's going to make I, so much money." I didn't have an issue with them showing it. I had an issue with them spending that much time. I kind of hoped that 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 whole battle would go on longer so the shoutcasters would start to really hate their time on stage just because it was like this comes off as disingenuous have the two guys just talk like shit talk each other and don't like be like can't swear and you can't be but like have them have them talk on stage to each other why because that would have come off because the shoutcasters like people aren't shoutcasting mobile games like this and if they do no one cares on that's watching this conference right now like that's the part showcasting on stage, like at a press conference like that, doesn't come. Like I'm not here to watch esports, and that is not a very entertaining esport to watch. I'll be honest. Oh, but he got that rocket up. Oh yeah, great. <laughs> that, you know, he did the thing. He did the thing that the game you literally have to do to win the game. Like he won. He did the thing to win. He followed all the instructions. Congrats. Like, I don't, know, I don't what, know. What I find funny about these things is that people spend more time talking about them than doing anything else. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. It sucked. Whatever. Just, move on. Well, my thing is I liked Command & Conquer. It was like the only RTS that I played. Motherfucker, I, I had to deal with Conquer and Project Spark. Eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> Yeah. I'm saving it to my phone so when the Skype calls <laughs> I had to deal with Project Spark and Conquer I mean that's the thing even if there was a, if there was a new Conquer that's not, that's not going to light up the charts oh it's going mean, to light up my charts Drew it's going to give it light up out. the charts for you but I mean I think they're going to have to come out with a new impressive IP you I know in, in the same form as like maybe Horizon or something like that yeah they, they opened back. a studio in Santa Monica that they're doing what they quote unquote and I hate these terms but the quadruple A game game so i don't think we see that today can i i need to know what that means because i have no idea what that even means it means it's real good that's I don't okay sure know. i don't fucking don't ask like i said i hate these I, terms I asked if, I, all right well i i figured triple a referred to the amount of budget that goes in behind it not quality well, well you know microsoft is worth more than google now so they got yeah. money they got money they got plenty of money yeah they're just not using over. it properly I hope they do this time. I think Phil is... Like, this is his show. Like, we mm-hmm. remember when he took over, 
it takes, you know, three to four years to bake the ideas of a new person he, in charge. And he took the defibrillator and revived the Xbox because God knows it wasn't going to do well after a Matrix this, fucking this, this show is literally his his opus. This is his thing. If he fucks this up, he's going to have a much shorter Let, leash with gamers for going forward. I'm worried. I'm worried about the, the, the press conference, but not him on stage. No, 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 no. Not whatever he announced or talks, is, talks about... Like, he brought out a car on stage, and I still watch the bloody show. And I, if it was EA that brought a car on stage, I would have turned the thing off and gone, oh, I'm done. No, I like Like, Phil. the man's got personality. So, I'm... Again, it's more of just, in the long run, I know people are going to ask for exclusives. I'll buy any... Like, listen, I'll buy... Like, I bought Devil May Cry a collection for Xbox One, even though I have everything else on the PlayStation consoles. Why? Because it was cheaper. I don't mind about buying games on whatever console i'll just do it for the price wise of it like it doesn't bother me but it's just like i also want a reason that i'm like oh yeah and this is the reason why i want it like i have an xbox and not just you know ps4 and i know i had some of those in the past like sunset overdrive is still xbox one exclusive no pc play which is crazy to me but Uh, and like i love you might you might you might might get your wish tomorrow or today well I hope so. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just, like, they have a lot of franchises under their belt that we talked about before, and they have a lot of access to, like, you know, the last time, Panzer Dragoon. I know Panzer Dragoon's not coming, but what I'm saying is, like, they've had connections in the past, especially with their original Xbox, that if they went back to, I'm sure they'd make a lot of hardcore fans happy and make pick up some people if they do the right things. They they need both, though. Like, they need the hardcore oh, sure. fans like the Shinmu 3 and Final Fantasy 7 oh. people, which I think both of those games are coming to Xbox, which is still kind of funny. Um, but they also need, like you said, that God of War slash Horizon games as well. Mm-hmm. They got they got to have both. And I'm hoping that that's what they have done, because... Let's hey, he's been in Japan, and like I'm sure they're going to show Nier on stage, but like God knows what else they might have gotten from Japan. You know, I'll, I've listen, just I'll heard that it's shocking. Another... I've heard that it's shocking th- of who they're working with. That's all. Hmm. That's all I know going into this is like you will be shocked at who is making an Xbox One game. Nice right, okay. phones ringing. Bertrus. That was me. Your, your wife, like, get the fuck off the computer, Drew. Also, I'm I, waiting on it. Something we didn't talk about. <laughs> in, uh, something we didn't talk about in the news, just quickly. Um, Tetris VR, great. It's made by Mitsuguchi, though. Hey, I didn't say I wasn't going to play it. I love Tetris, and I have VR. It's not. Tetris. It's not just VR. It is Tetris, and it has a VR mode. So. Oh, I misunderstood that. Then, okay. I was yeah, you like, can totally play little... that game without VR. Yeah, you can play it without VR. Then I'm in. Then I'm fully in. I was in already because it's Tetris and VR. But okay, now it, now it makes sense to me because every time I read it, I was like, VR Tetris game. I'm like, this is going to be a very small portion of people that are playing this. <laughs> now I get it. Okay, good, smart. I'm the idiot, is what I'm saying. Well, I'm excited. We are as of right now. This recording is two and a half hours. Eight. Two best two best press conferences are going to be today. You think so? Yeah, because I'm never like super impressed by what Sony has until the games actually come out and I can have them in my hands. I wonder if like, Sony is going to you know do I mean? like anything. Like I'm just I'm just wondering what Sony is going to do because I I I'm going into that press conference expecting the four games that they've shown and a few other things and nothing else. Yeah. So yeah. if they do anything, it'll be shocking. 
Yeah, I, I just like, you know, I had my I had my doubts about God of War. It's a great game. I had my doubts about Detroit. Creep the shit out of me. I had my doubts about a lot of stuff that Sony does, but every time they seem to impress me. <laughs> you, um, know, you know what game I ain't got a doubt about? It's goddamn Spider-Man. Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't have I had doubts about it until I saw more of the gameplay the last time they showed it, and was like, all right, never mind. Nah, fucking uh, Insomniac with a big budget, Insomniac makes, they're good. It makes great <laughs> games, yeah, but I just was worried. Um, And then Ubisoft tomorrow... Which is always the one where I'm always like, that's if there's a press conference I get shocked by. Like I was surprised they announced a Watch Dogs two ever because I knew the first one had some negative feedback. I ended up not liking Watch Dogs two as much, but um, was it was a great game still. Um, but that's the always the press conference where I'm actually surprised by stuff. Like I was surprised to see Beyond Good and Evil two, even though it's really not. Um, it is a sequel ish game. Um, and then like they're the ones that I'm I like South Park was a surprise to me. Um, the second one, so I, it's I, like you know. I'm I'm telling everybody here, one of the most anticipated games is coming from Ubisoft for me. That's Division Two. Yeah, I have no interest the, in Division Two, but the, I mean, the, I'm the Division Two. I'm like. telling you right now is going to be a damn quality game because Massive actually listened to their fans. Oh no, unlike I'll, Bungie did. I'll play the shit out of Division Two. Yeah, Division Two, I think will be fantastic. Yep, I'm looking. Kind of wish they'd bring year. back uh, Aisha Tyler to do their stage show, but. Um, Yves Gaumont, as long as like you know, he comes off as genuinely caring about his company. So he brought out the developers. The big game. At, the big it. game at Ubisoft tomorrow. If it's not shown today, will be Splinter Cell. And yep, there it is. There's the game I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, so I yeah. bet you. I bet you anything that's at the Xbox press conference today. Hey, that's totally fine with that. Because totally that, that's totally that. like an Xbox thing, you know. Sam Fisher, Splinter Cell. That'd yeah, be an yeah. Xbox jam. Remember how you hacked your original Xbox using Splinter Cell? Well, Splinter Cell on Xbox. <laughs> I know I know for a fact they're showing Tomb Raider and Battlefield. Uh, I would almost bet right. that Splinter Cell is going to be there. Anyway, um, you can listen to this while you're waiting on a press conference. Sorry we record this in between weird things. But the, the thing to remember going forward for the rest of the week is there's a lot of fucking games being announced and they're all probably going to be pretty fun. So let's just enjoy that. Let's have some fun. Yeah. You don't need to be on Twitter being an asshole, because I'll be honest, if you stay off Twitter during the press conferences, you enjoy them a hell you, of a lot more. Yeah. And you missed yeah. you missed your opportunity for snarkiness with EA, and honestly, EA's was fine this year. It wasn't last, like last year where it was like really a cringy. So. Oh, yeah. there was a ton of dicks on the EA stream yesterday. I just... Yeah, well, never watch the streaming comments. Nothing. No, I got to turn that off immediately. I don't even. I don't go to Twitter either because Twitter's just full of a bunch of assholes trying to be funny. Yeah, I know. I was making snarky comments and then he made a comment. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder if he's referring to me. No, 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 no. I was. I saw lots of people at one point. Like I didn't. I stay off of it. Like during the Xbox press conference today, I'm not going to open Twitter one time. Um. Yeah. So, <laughs> the tonal shift was one of my favorites. The tonal shift of. This is sadness is something we go through. And then it was, yo, yo, big penis, big penis, sports ball. Yo, I'm rich. Get that money. <laughs> Welcome um, to video games. Yeah. So. so enjoy E3. Enjoy all the announcements. We'll be doing a, ra- a post show probably either Tuesday or Wednesday night. I know Jay wants to be on that. Can you bring okay. back Jay? Hey. Yeah. So we'll be doing that show. So look forward to that this week. You'll get extra time to listen to extra, us. You get extra us. That's something you've never wanted. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all of you. Anyway, that is it. We'll be back next week. 
probably still talking about E3 because fuck, it doesn't end until like what Friday. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's more than just the press conferences. Just enjoy it. It's your gamer Christmas. Stop being a stop being a shithead. Yep. Anyway, any last thing about anything else? We out. Peace. Where's Bertrush? Alrighty, and it goes something like this.